Hello and welcome to the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. I'm Siobhan Booth and I am your host. This podcast is for anyone with an interest in mental health, overcoming anxiety and building confidence. Hello and welcome to a new episode for 2020. Welcome to the new year and welcome to this first episode of the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. Uh, Now, I hope you had a great new year and a great Christmas for those of you who celebrate it. Um, 2020, uh, there's been a lot of stuff in the news, isn't there? It's a new decade. Um, Every year we get this new year, new me type mentality. And those things are absolutely great. I, I really love the optimism of a new year. But if that's not you and you're not feeling it, that is absolutely fine too. So this episode, instead of going on about news resolutions, goal setting, all the stuff that will be absolutely everywhere at the moment anyway, I wanted to go through something a bit different. So I'm going to go through a few positive steps to well-being. These are quite generalised. So whilst they do have a massively positive impact on anxiety, on other mental health issues, they also have some physical positives as well. So my suggestion to you is if you're not really a New Year'sy resolutions, goals kind of person, have a listen to this and think about which ones of these you might be able to do a little bit more of in order to improve your mental health, your physical health, and generally just improve your overall well-being. So one of the first positive steps to well-being, it sounds a little bit naff, but it is be kind to yourself. Now, for a lot of people, that sounds weird. Why do I need to be kind to myself? A lot of people motivate themselves by uh, berating themselves, by being negative about themselves. But actually, there's loads of really good positives to being a little bit more kind to ourselves. Now, the first thing to remember is that we are all human. So who we are is made up of all sorts of different things, ranging from our culture, our genes, our religion, our upbringing, the education that we've had, even our gender, our sexuality, our beliefs, even our life experiences are all a huge part of what makes us who we are. And the key thing about this is we all have bad days. So the key thing here is to be kind to yourself. Try and foster an attitude of encouraging yourself rather than criticising yourself all of the time. And one of the easiest ways to think about how you could be more kind to yourself is to think about, in different situations, what you would say to a friend who is in that situation. How you would encourage them. How you would make them feel like everything's okay and that give them that confidence to keep going and try again. So either a friend or a loved one, it doesn't matter. But have a think about the sorts of things you would say to them. And really try for the next year especially, but ideally for the rest of your life, to consider how you can encourage yourself to try new things, to do stuff, to have a go at things, whatever it is that fits in with your personal lifestyle goals. Now, the next one is a bit of a cliche, I guess. And being January, a lot of people are going to be focusing on this. But the next one is to exercise regularly. Now, it's really well documented that being active lifts our mood. It also reduces stress. It actively reduces anxiety. It improves your physical health, obviously. And it actually gives us more energy in the long run. Now, one of the things that makes exercise so good is the fact that most exercise is outdoors. So if you can get outdoors and do something, then that's fantastic. Otherwise, if you prefer to stay inside and do something, that is absolutely fine too. 
Now, the key thing about exercise um, and the reason why this can be so tricky around January is because we get caught up in the new year, new me mentality and we go absolutely nuts doing it. My advice would be to find something that you really enjoy doing, something that pushes you a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but something that you can master and enjoy doing. So whether that's taking up a new dance, whether it's just going for a walk, it really doesn't matter. So if you're considering bringing more exercise into your life, which is a fantastic idea, then really have a think about what would fit into your lifestyle, what you would enjoy. Even things as simple as running may not seem that enjoyable to begin with, but when you consider that you can listen to podcasts, audiobooks, music that you like, you might be able to make something that doesn't seem like it's that fun actually a little bit more fun. So my next tip and positive step to well-being is to think about taking up a hobby or learn a new skill. Now, I've talked in previous podcasts about building confidence and how achieving things, learning new things is actually a really big part of building confidence. So I strongly recommend you consider the idea of taking up something new to improve your confidence. It also helps you be more interested in life. So for people who are more prone towards depression and feeling like, what's the point? Then having something that interests you is a really good way of actually motivating you to get out and do things. And the great thing about hobbies and skills is that you can often meet other people. And if you're struggling to find work, then definitely learning a new skill will be a fantastic part of being able to put something new on your CV. So my next tip for engaging in some positive steps to well-being is to have some fun and or whichever be creative so fun and creativity now this is something that we're really good at doing when we're children but as we get older life happens we have more important things to do we have to worry about bills going to work things like that i do understand how it all falls down but having some fun being creative helps us feel better and again is another part of increasing our confidence it really helps to have things in your life that you really enjoy whether you're trying to overcome anxiety whether you're just trying to improve your mindset or whether you're dealing with quite serious mental health issues learning how to enjoy yourself is a really important part of that so again it doesn't have to be big things it can be small things just have a think about things that you've always wanted to have a go at doing and have a look into how you can do that. So another tip for positive well-being is to help other people. We derive a huge amount of joy in helping other people, which is fantastic because there's loads of ways that you can do that. You can get involved in a community project, um, charity work, maybe an elderly neighbour. It really doesn't matter. Again, choose something that appeals to you and fits in with your lifestyle. The great thing about helping other people is not only does it benefit other people, you also feel like you're doing something quite worthwhile. And what that means is you end up feeling better about yourself. So you build self-esteem whilst you're doing this. So I would strongly recommend any kind of volunteer work or anything that you can make time for in your life. Now, my next tip for positive well-being is to relax. Now, as a hypnotherapist, that's a fairly obvious one. I spend a lot of my life uh, relaxing clients, teaching clients how to relax, teaching them how to calm their mind down. Um, but there's loads of different ways you can do that. Hypnosis is obviously a really good one. 
one that I particularly like, but there's loads of other ways. So make some time for yourself. Work out what relaxes you. Actually give yourself permission to chill out and relax. And make sure you find whatever works for you. Different things work for different people and that's perfectly okay. So if somebody on Instagram is telling you to meditate for half an hour a day and it doesn't fit with you, then don't worry about it. That's absolutely fine. There are simple breathing techniques. There's ways you can bring mindfulness into your everyday life, which will be a future podcast episode. There's loads of things that you can do, that you can choose to do, that will fit in with whatever lifestyle you have, even if it's a really, really busy one. Even things as simple as reading a book, playing video games is fine. Seriously, whatever works for you, it's absolutely okay. Now, the next one is, again, a very commonly uh, used tip for health and well-being. Um, and is actually quite important for mental well-being as well, is to eat healthily. And again, we're in January, so a lot of people are thinking about weight loss at the moment. Um, I prefer not to focus on weight loss as such. Um, I focus more on eating a variety of foods that I enjoy, foods that are good for me, foods that are healthy. So make sure that you're eating a nice range of foods. Now, the, the technical advice is to eat regularly. Make sure you eat breakfasts. Obviously, eat healthily. Make sure you get a lot of vegetables in your diet. And make sure you're drinking a decent amount of water as well, or flavoured waters or um, herbal teas or whatever it is that you like. And again, with diet, it can be really tricky, but it's really important to fit in what you can into your lifestyle. So I'm personally not a fan of really extreme diets, um, but it's up to you. Work out what works for you. Now, another really important tip for positive well-being is to make sure you get the right amount of sleep for you. Sleep is so important and it can be really difficult to live actually without the right amount of sleep. I mean, sleep deprivation is actually a torture tactic. So you can imagine what it's like trying to function on a day-to-day basis when you haven't had enough sleep. So the advice on sleep is to try and get into a healthy sleep routine. So the recommendations are to try going to bed and getting up at the same time each day to get yourself into a nice routine. Other things include um, sleeping in a a dark room, obviously, but also a slightly cooler room. There's loads of different advice on how you can maximise your sleep. And the best advice I can give you is to have a look into it and see what works for you. We are all extremely unique individuals, so what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for somebody else. So make it your mission to find out how you can improve your sleep. Some people recommend not looking at screens. I don't know what the research is on that, but it could be worth considering if you're somebody that ends up playing with their phone a lot in bed, which is quite common. So have a think about how you can improve your sleep. Now, my next tip for positive well-being is to try and connect with others. Now, I'm going to be really honest here and say this is actually something that I really struggle with. Being quite a natural introvert, I'm kind of comfy in my own company and doing the things that I enjoy. So it takes a bit of effort, but actually it makes us feel good to connect with other people. Now, the good thing is if you're going to the gym more or you're exercising more or you're getting into new hobbies and things, you'll inevitably meet new people. And that's really great. It's always really fantastic to meet new people. But you've also got family and friends that you can try and keep in touch with whenever you can.
Now you see a lot on Instagram and various other social medias about staying away from toxic family members and toxic friends. Um, I, I personally don't like to label other people with the word toxic. I find that quite a, a self-obsessed and negative thing. Um, but do have a think about who in your life brings you the most joy and consider starting with those as a starting point. Now, my next tip for positive well-being is to really consider how much you're using things like drink or drugs. Alcohol and non-prescription medications can have a huge impact on your mental health. They can really make things like anxiety and depression a lot worse. They can increase things like paranoia. And some of them, of course, are linked to quite serious health conditions too. Now, I'm never going to be the one to sit here and say, don't ever drink, don't ever do anything. But seriously, consider how often you're doing that. Because the more often you're doing it and the more quantity in which you're taking these things, the more damage they are going to have to your mental health. Particularly things like alcohol are very much associated with anxiety and depression. Um, So consider how you can remove those things from your life to an extent that you're happy with. Another tip for you is to try and see the bigger picture. So we all give different meanings to situations um, and we see things from our own point of view, obviously, because we're the ones living with it. But consider broadening out your perspective and looking at the bigger picture of the situation. The reason this is really helpful for well-being is because we can get so entrenched in the way we think about things that we sort of forget about other people. And then we get frustrated with other people because they don't see things from our perspective. But unfortunately, nobody sees things from our perspective. So it's up to all of us as a collective human race to consider how other people might be feeling in different situations. So a few questions you can ask yourself in a situation to give yourself a bit more of a chance of seeing the bigger picture is to think about questions like, what meaning am I giving this? Is my thought in this situation fact or opinion? How would other people see this situation? Is there another way of looking at this? How important is this situation? And how important will it be to me in a year's time? And what can I do right now that will help me the most in this situation? These are all really helpful questions just for helping us get through these situations because sometimes we can get caught up in the drama, caught up in situations that are going on and we don't really think about uh, the bigger picture and what we can do about it. So my final tip for improving positive well-being is to be able to have a certain amount of acceptance. Now, this is something I personally struggle with. I'm more than happy to admit my own feelings in a lot of these places because accepting things um, can be really tricky. I tend to be someone that prefers to fight or change things if I can, Um, but that isn't always the best thing to do. So we do tend to fight against things that upset us, but we can learn to notice them, understand that they exist and think of alternative ways of thinking instead. Unfortunately, there are situations that we just can't change and we have to learn how to accept those situations and move on to something else that we enjoy doing instead. So have some confidence that thoughts and sensations in a particular moment do pass and in the future, you may have a different perspective on it. So those are my top tips for improving well-being. 
they're positive steps that you can take to improve your mental health, your physical health, um, and generally just improve your overall wellness. It can be really easy when we're struggling with mental health issues, particularly, to let a lot of these things slide. So people with depression often struggle to exercise, struggle to look after themselves, struggle to be kind to themselves. And that's really common, unfortunately. Now, advice that I give everybody at January anyway, but particularly useful for this, is try not to do everything at once. You can't make 100 changes all at the same time. Try and focus on a few key things, get those under your belt, and then think about what the next thing you'd like to change is. That would be my recommendation with these tips. Pick something that you think you can have a go at, try it out, wait till it becomes a bit of a habit, and then add something new to it. So whatever one of these you listened to and you thought, actually, that's something that I think I probably should do or would like to have a go at, make sure you start with that one. Get it to a point where it's comfortable and you're doing it regularly and then see about adding something else onto that. So until next week, I hope you have a fantastic week and Happy New Year once again. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. You can find more information and my extensive blog at www.anxietytoconfidence.com. That's the number two anxiety2confidence.com.